Hello. This is Simon Andrews, with an Amazon polysynthetic voice. And this is the latest edition of Fix, my weekly newsletter. Read the original, with all the links, at addictivelondon.com. Fix Friday Jan 8. The first fix of the new year. Pleased to see the back of 2020 but 2021 hasn't started that well. Still, we believe it's a great time for business to grow and the digital world gives smart businesses huge advantages, if they get it right. Fix is designed to help readers understand what is really going on and how to profit from GAFA and the rest of the modern marketing ecology. When I started Fix 10 years ago much of what we covered was seen as niche, but now it is mainstream. The biggest companies in the world are ad businesses. Lots of people though, maybe your competitors? Still underestimate the scale and the opportunity of this change, and have been slow to embrace. So Fix can help give you a real competitive advantage. Lots to catch up on so today we will look at the key themes and big news, and get back into more opinion and advice next week. Happy New Year! New TV Issue As we prepare for our new events next week, there is lots happening in this space. The jury is out on whether the Wonder Woman 1984 release strategy actually worked. We know the film took $16.7 million at the U.S. box office, versus C$100 million for the first Wonder Woman. But with only around a third of U.S. cinemas open, this is felt to be a decent performance. And it was lifted by lots of private watch parties, where people hire a screening room. Streaming performance also looks good, with AT&T claiming. Nearly half of HBO Max's retail subscribers viewed the film on Friday alone, along with millions of wholesale subscribers who have access to HBO Max via cable, wireless or other platforms. The antenna data above shows it was very good at driving new subscriptions for HBO Max, beating Hamilton for Disney+. But retaining new subscribers, lured by one title, is hard, a quarter of those who subscribed for Hamilton left after one month, and after three months just 59% remained. One fascinating twist in this space is hearing that Roku is negotiating to bike B content. I think Roku is a great business, with over 50 meters active accounts, as its position as a hardware gatekeeper makes them a powerful player in NewVet sales. And despite a booming share price I think it must be an acquisition target for someone. But spending some of their diminishing cash on content that Kibi could not build an audience for? Doesn't seem smart. Original content is an expensive business, with many rich competitors. The sale of the MGM studio, and library, looks like being the next big content contest, with a price tag of $5 billion, but that does get all the Bond films. Another gatekeeper is Apple TV, and their data on the top 100 films watched in 2020 is really interesting, even without actual numbers on viewers. It's clear that HBO Max is a player with a great library and the non-linking of Netflix and Apple means their showing is probably underrepresented. Also interesting to see pricing average out at $5 for rental and $11 for purchase. The latest US launch is Discovery Plus, which launched in the UK last year in a collaboration with Sky. They are banking on sports, and the Olympics, to drive growth. Amazon announced they have 50 meters active users on Fire TV, neck and neck with Roku. We will go deep on all this next Tuesday in our free Zoom webinar in partnership with FTI Consulting. We have great panelists and lots of smart people attending from Google, Snap, BBC, Warner Brothers and many more. Make sure you have a ticket for both events. AdTech The imminent changes to the Apple IDFA continues to focus the minds of much of the industry. The FD has a look at some of the more desperate measures people are trying and a bunch of smart people have shared their advice. Fox will focus on the implications for Facebook advertising. So does Nick Shackelford with this thread.
and a link to a very comprehensive document summarizing the issues and solutions. Infectious have good advice too. Analysts MKM think Facebook and Snap have most to lose from the IDFA changes, and forecast a 3% revenue headwind, which is a lot of money but it's not that big of an impact. The real losers are the app firms who rely on mobile ads to find new customers, as Imco says the value of app store downloads grew to $1.8 billion last year, and those that monetize through ads. The attention of regulators will be a major issue in 2021 and the Wall Street Journal found an unredacted copy of the U.S. lawsuit, which is worth a read, as is this thread from an ad tech exec pulling out the key issues from this suit. What do you think? Share your thoughts in our guild community. Merchant As grocery delivery goes mainstream, the idea of outsourcing to someone like Instacart is being questioned. But others are dropping their own delivery service to use third parties. I think this is part of a bigger issue around the last mile. It is crucial for e-commerce and for food delivery and success or failure largely depends on utilization. Do you have enough deliveries to amortize across your labor costs? I think we will see consolidation, but a sector that depends on minimum wage employees on zero-hours contracts may worry some customers. So does that leave the door open for someone to vertically integrate the store, or restaurant, with the delivery, accepting the loss on delivery as a, sort of, customer acquisition cost? A fixed friend touches on these issues in a brilliant essay on the evolution of the meal, which goes into the continuum from a grocery store trip to a takeout delivery. Many of the categories used to pigeonhole merchants are dissolving, Walmart is becoming an essential partner for many DTC brands. Can exclusive access to niche DTC brands play out like exclusive podcast content does for Spotify? Does brand discovery become part of a retailer's repertoire, leading to their ad business becoming a significant revenue stream, like Amazon have achieved? This report looks at the potential of retailer ad platforms. The discovery model used to be fulfilled by catalogs. Older readers may remember flicking through hundreds of pages of choices, then buying through a postal form. The smarter firms involved in this business have evolved to be leaders in home shopping, and innovations like Klarna are inspired by their business models. But now Instagram, TikTok and Pinterest are racing to reimagine and redefine catalogs, what they are, what they do and what they enable. The Economist looks at how Chinese apps are to 21st century shopping what American malls were to last centuries, the Great Mall of China. The next big thing in retail comes with Chinese characteristics. Audio The Amazon purchase of Wondery happened and their podcasts will now be in Amazon Music. It's another way to compete with Spotify etc., hoping exclusive podcasts will drive subscription growth. But the Amazon expertise in advertising is a factor here too. Wondery sell ads in their content, but layering on Amazon data and tech will supercharge this. BTW this FD analysis suggests Amazon ad revenue for 2020 was around $21 billion, up 47%. Sony, one of the hardware firms early to invest in content, see the potential for podcasts too. And the New York Times is getting luxury brands to invest in podcast ads. Plus, prospering in the pandemic, the FD on 2020's top 100 companies. Note the number of Chinese firms. The metaverse is coming, Wired UK. The Year in Tech News and Trends, explained. In 16 short podcasts, Good A16Z content. Owner of Scotsman and Yorkshire Post newspapers bought for £10 million. Sharing great creative examples is hugely important in inspiring others to improve, so this dense report and these IAB case studies are welcome. Trump moves to ban Chinese payment apps including Alipay. Nick this is why you heard about TikTok so much in 2020. From TikTok to Depop. Fashion's new trend funnel. Who is Mr. Beast?
Meet YouTube's top creator of 2020. Facebook smart glasses coming sooner than later without R.